What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. There's no two ways about it. Gun violence in America is a public health crisis. Gun violence kills over 110 Americans every single day and is now the number one cause of death in children. It's a huge problem that we owe it to our kids to solve. And yet, it's a huge problem. What can one person even do? That's what we're going to talk about on today's episode. I'm interviewing Jennifer Boylan, who is the volunteer, legislative, and elections lead of the Rhode Island chapter of Moms Demand Action, the volunteer organization devoted to passing common sense gun laws and reducing gun violence that has over 8 million supporters nationwide, with a chapter in all 50 states. I am so excited to talk with Jennifer because she's on the ground in the legislative bodies and understanding what's going on with the laws, but she also works with volunteers. And so she helps people like you, like me, people who are upset in the wake of mass shootings, figure out what to do and plug in and be part of the solution. Jennifer, thank you so much for making time to be with us today. I know it's a busy time for you. Welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. So for people who are upset by the recent shootings in Texas and Buffalo and XYZ, you name it, they're happening all the time now. What do you have to say to them? I know how they feel. Um, I'm deeply affected by these shootings and the news cycle myself. And what I say to them is that kind of hopeless and sad feeling you have, you can do something about it. And what I recommend you do is get involved, do something. It feels so much better to take action and be part of the solution to gun violence as opposed to just staying home, crying, wringing your hands and feeling really helpless. So I know for myself that when I started getting involved as a volunteer and as an activist, I just felt a lot better. I felt like I was being proactive and doing something. Yeah, Being in action does feel so good. And also, I think like buried within that upset is that desire for things to change. And if you don't do something, then it might not change, you know? Absolutely. Okay. So what happens when somebody reaches out to Moms Demand Action to sign up? As we're talking about, people are often upset. They're really um, feeling helpless. Like, what's the process like for somebody who's in that state, especially? Like, what can they expect? So when someone joins Moms Demand Action, um, they're going to be connected with their local chapter. So no matter what state they live in, there will be a statewide and or a local group that they will be connected with. And in normal times, we attempt to reach out personally with a what we call a welcome call, an, an actual phone call from a volunteer, generally local, who would welcome the new member into their chapter and help them figure out what it is they want to do and make sure they're aware of what events we have going on and what activities we have going on. Now, I will say that over the last 
one to two weeks, we've experienced a landslide of new members. So it may take us a while to personally welcome all new members because we are just inundated with new members. But basically, that would be the general process to connect to your local chapter, find out what's going on, and then attend a meeting, join an event, respond to a call to action, something of that nature. Okay, great. So there's lots of different ways that people can plug in, right? Like if you are homebound, you could do something from home or... Absolutely. There are so many ways to get involved, especially with COVID. More and more, we've got opportunities for people who want to help out from home. It's easier than ever. And as things happen around the country, there's also opportunities to take in-person actions. Okay, great. So it's so wonderful that you have over 8 million supporters nationwide. I'm curious, why does having more volunteers matter for Moms Demand Action? Just in case anybody's like, oh, they have so many volunteers, they don't need me to. Like, what does having more people engaged in the fight make possible? We know we have a gun sense majority in our country. We know most people believe in better gun laws, common sense solutions. When we have a majority or when we have additional volunteers that join us, we can just make a bigger splash, make our our voices heard. Uh, it just advances every effort that we have gets bigger and better when we have more people helping. And we have so many different areas of interest. For example, we work on common sense gun laws, both in the state and the federal level, but that's not not all we do. Um, We're looking at community engagement in communities hard hit by gun violence. We're looking at gun safety by advocating for safe gun storage, secure gun storage to prevent shootings in the home and suicides. We're working on electoral campaigns to make sure we're electing gun sense candidates. And those are just a few of the things we do. So the more volunteers we have, the more engaged they can be in all these different areas and the more difference we can make in every community in every state. Great. So Gun violence seems like a problem that never really gets better, but Moms Demand Action has had a lot of victories. Can you share what those are? And I understand that you work in Rhode Island, so you're going to know more about the Rhode Island victories, but you can also, you know, tell us about what happens in Rhode Island is also happening in every other state in the union. Uh, Yeah, so, so we have definitely had some victories in Rhode Island. And They've not come very easy. They've taken years, quite frankly, but we do have some momentum. I spent over three years here in Rhode Island advocating for a bill that would disarm domestic abusers. And it took quite some time to convince the local lawmakers that we needed to fix this weak law we had in Rhode Island. And in 2017, we were successful at passing a strong domestic violence gun bill. And it wasn't just Rhode Island that was doing this. Um, Around that time, Moms Demand Action was improving domestic violence gun laws at states all across our country. And something in around half of our, our states enacted stronger gun laws in that general timeframe around domestic violence. So uh, it was a, a coordinated nationwide effort and it definitely strengthened 
our gun laws here in Rhode Island in that respect. In 2018, right after Parkland happened in Rhode Island, we were able to very swiftly pass a red flag law in sharp contrast to the over three years that it took to pass the domestic violence gun bill. Then in 2020, in Rhode Island, we were able to pass a ghost gun law, which is something I know they're also trying to do on the, at the federal level. Actually, same goes for the red flag law, also trying to be passed at the federal level. And then last year in Rhode Island, we were able to pass a uh, stronger straw purchase law. And straw purchases are when someone who cannot pass a background check and buy a gun finds their friend or their uncle or someone they know who can pass a background check and buy the gun for them. So we strengthened the law to make that tougher. And we also passed a new law that keeps concealed carry permit holders from carrying their loaded guns in our K through 12 schools. So we've definitely had some momentum over the past decade, some incremental progress. Oh, thank you. I know hearing about all those laws, I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad that that exists. <laughs> and it didn't before. And I think that that's you know, it's important to know that Moms Demand Action, you know, people who are showing up and advocating for common sense gun laws, not taking anybody's guns away unless you're demonstra a demonstrate, sorry, a demonstrated threat to yourself or other people. But otherwise, there's no, there's like no line of defense. You know, the gun lobby can just um, really work with legislators to kind of craft, handcraft their own pro-gun laws. And without Moms Demand Action, there really wasn't a concerted, organized effort to say, hold up, not only do we want to pass good laws, but we also need to pass bad laws, right? Maybe, I mean, mean lock pass bad laws. Yes, yeah. right, sorry. Yes, yes. And in fact, that's one of our um, superpowers, if you will, is in red states where we have a constant barrage of bills being introduced to weaken our gun laws, moms are pushing back in every state house across the country where bad bills are being introduced. They're pushing back and doing everything they can to defeat these bad bills and prevent them from becoming law. Fantastic. I want to ask you, Jennifer, about what got you motivated to join moms, but I have to take a quick break first. So we will be right back. Okay, welcome back. I am talking with Jennifer Boylan of Moms Demand Action here in Rhode Island. And Jennifer, I am so curious to know, I think people's personal stories can be so inspiring. What got you motivated to join Moms Demand Action? And what got you to then deepen your involvement once you were already in it? Well, I joined Moms just immediately as soon as I heard about it. So let me back up. In 2012, December was the Sandy Hook school shooting. And I had two kids and they were pretty little at the time. And I was really leveled by this event. I had a fourth grader at the time and a baby, and I just could not get over it. It just seemed like weeks after that shooting, everyone had moved on and I was still deeply, deeply saddened and angry and upset that something like that could happen in my country. And so I was looking for a way to find something to do to feel like I was part of the solution to this. I just, I learned a lot about 
gun laws during that first month after Sandy Hook. And I was so disgusted at myself for not having known any of it before. And I thought, well, this has to be fixed. It's illogical that we're in this situation. I'm going to do something about it. And that's when I went to Washington, D.C. to that very first March in January after Sandy Hook. And I saw Shannon Watts speaking at that event. And she said she had started a Facebook page for people who wanted to be the Mothers Against Drunk Driving, but for gun violence prevention. And I immediately joined. And what got me to deepen my involvement was the fact that there was this growing army of very smart type A women. It wasn't exclusively women, but it was mostly women, Mm -hmm. mothers, harnessing that outrage over shootings and coming together to do some really good work and advocate. And really, I knew nothing about gun violence prior to this. And I knew nothing about advocacy or grassroots organizing or lawmaking, none of it. Everything I learned sort of as a volunteer. And as I watched how this group took off and what kind of effect we were having across the country, how we went from being, you know, like a third rail issue, gun violence, from being something that candidates running for office wouldn't even talk about, to today where where things are upside down, where candidates are vying to be gun sense candidates, where we're passing better laws in in many states, where we're beating back bad laws in many states, where we're, we're having conversations about gun culture and change. It's just really been inspiring to me to be part of it. And it's it's really kept my interest and made me feel fulfilled like I'm doing something to affect change. Yeah. We only have a couple of minutes left, Jennifer, but is there something you wish more people knew about getting involved in the gun violence prevention movement? I wish people understood how easy it is to get involved and how good it feels. It's like if you want to take an action and go to some hearing or attend a press conference or knock on doors for a gun sense candidate, grab a friend, bring someone with you. It's more fun with a friend. Or if you don't have someone to go with you, you're going to make new friends doing this. They're going to be like-minded people that appreciate the work you do. You don't have to be an expert on any of this. You'll learn enough to get, you know, to make a difference in your own way on your own time. And don't be intimidated by that. It feels good to get involved. So I urge people to get off the sidelines and be part of the change that fix this problem of gun violence in our country. Excellent. And for people who are ready, what do they do? Uh, They can check out our website, which is momsdemandaction.org. The easiest way to join is to pick up your cell phone and text the word ACT, A-C-T, to 64433, and that will plug you in. And I'll say it one more time. Text ACT, A-C-T, to 64433. You can follow us on Twitter at Moms Demand, and there's Facebook pages. There's a National Moms Demand Action Facebook page, and every single state has a statewide Facebook page where you can learn more about what's going on in your state. Great. Well, thank you so much for all that you do individually, Jennifer. I know that 
it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, we were just chatting before we started talking and you admitted that you were tired because it's wonderful that you have 2000 new volunteers, but it's also a ton of work to have 2000 new volunteers. And so I just want to thank you for caring and for all your hard work. And thank you also collectively to Moms Demand Action. And thanks for being here. Thank you, Kate. Hey, it's Kate back with your tiny assignment, which if you're feeling the call, as soon as this episode ends, open up your text messaging, put in 644-33 into the number that you're texting, and then write the word ACT in the message and send it off. I can tell you from experience that Moms is great about fitting you with the perfect place that fits your life and your interests and your availability so that you can start helping them make change. But if for whatever reason you're not ready to do that, then share this episode with somebody who you think might be. Just do something to act on the information that you learned in this episode about how much influence one person has and how when you join with a larger force or invite someone else to join with a larger force, you really make our progress on creating better gun sense laws in this country more real. Are you ready? Okay, go do it. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley, don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 